Morning, everyone. Welcome to the Commissioner session. So we're starting off, um, can I welcome Channel 4's Head of Formats, Music and Education, Don Bird, to join me on stage. Hello. Hello, Don. Um, Dom, I think we have to, we have to get this, this out right at the, the start of your one for Channel 4 because you don't have a kids' channel. What you do is perhaps slightly different to a lot of the other commissioners and, and channel people who are here. So can we kind of spell out at the top what channels, Channel 4 is mandated to do and, and in fact, you know, what you do in that respect? Yeah, I, t I think sort of trying to be as kind of as clear as possible uh, about it is our... Uh, children's policy is, is sort of informed by two things. One is our remit, our Ofcom requirements, uh, and the other, as a channel, is our sort of um, strategic view on, on what we can do best, what we can excel at, um, and they're decisions that we have to make. Um, the Ofcom requirement, sort of in precise terms, is um, uh, creating content and programmes uh, that appeal to older children and teens. So that's, that's the precise definition of what we're required to do. That also coincides with what we think we can do well and what historically we have uh, put a lot of effort into and feel we've got success and um, traction um, and influence uh, with that younger audience. And, and to home in on that point, is, is that programming then, broad programming that reaches up? a wide demographic, not kids programming or youth programming, but over indexes in that 10 to 14 space? Well, I think you could, I, you could probably break it into three parts, really. So one is exactly that. And there's lots of examples of, of programs like The Jump, Secret Lives of four, five, six-year-olds that, that massively over index for, for 10 to 14s that are thoroughly enjoyed by that age group, but actually a sort of family viewing that, that uh, parents and adults will watch as well. That is definitely that is one part of a sort of three-pronged strategy. Uh, the other is education. And uh, Emily Jones, who's our education commissioner, um, she has a very sort of distinct um, uh, policy around commissioning for education, which previously used to be very, very schools and learning based. And I think in a, a sort of in a previous generation, now is, it sits at the heart of the schedule. It's, for, it's aimed at sort of older teens. It's quite challenging stuff. So, so in the last sort of 18 months or so, we've had underage and gay, transgender season, um, obsessed with my body. Um, she sort of curates a, a Am I Normal web hub, uh, which is all, the way we define education, it's the gap between what schools teach and what your parents tell you. The big chunk in the middle that no one's going to tell you about. Uh, and Channel 4, Channel 4, we think we're quite well placed to do that. So that's sort of the middle tranche. And the final, the final element, is um, programs that are actually pretty straight down the line skewed for 10 to 14s. And, and there's examples of, of, you know, Ackley Bridge is a great example of that. Stage School is a show we put on uh, E4 last year, and it's coming back this year, um, Bigger and Better, which massively over-indexes 10 to 14s, but this year is directly aimed at them. The, the second season is different in, in terms of yeah, the, the, the first, focus. The, yeah, the, the first season... Uh, it's sort of, it's, it's kind of um, real life next step. You know, it's a real stage school. And the first season was 7.30 on E4, young skewing, but was, was a bit more conflict driven. You know, off the back of Hollyoaks, it felt like it kind of needed to be a bit, feel a bit more grown up. Second series is 
is aged down to feel very specifically sort of closer to 10 to 14. In fact, if it's helpful, I have a clip. <laughs> I think that's the perfect cue. <laughs> there are two kinds of people out there. Those that hide in the shadows and those that take centre stage. This is no ordinary school, but one of the best stage schools in the country. We are no ordinary students, but the stars of tomorrow. Our lives are not a rehearsal. And if there are those three strands in the way you described, what, how then is uh, commissioning responsibility divided? Is that, is that three separate people to speak to on your team for people who want to have something that might fit into one of those? How, how do, what's the, the first place to go? Well, I think for, if you take education, that is via Emily. Um, and actually, that, I, mean, she's, I sometimes feel like she's Channel 4's best kept secret because people who, who have a relationship with Emily sort of guard it very jealously because she has a, she has a sort of a, you know, kind of a, a sort of a ringed, sort of ring-fenced um, uh, remit to commission those, those uh, programmes. Uh, and hers will all have a much more overtly public service educational skew to them. In the other areas, to be honest, every department at Channel 4 is able to commission. So, you know, Ackley Bridge obviously is a drama commission which will have gone through the same team that commissions Hollyoaks. Um, stage school comes through my team. I tend to do all the unscripted on E4 and the younger skewing shows on Channel 4. But I feel it's a relationships. It's all about relationships. And are we predominantly talking about E4, given that, that the, the raison d'etre of that, net, that channel is to reach young people? Well, I think I'm not, I'm not exclusively. So I would say E4 is a, it, it's the, sort of the youngest of the digital skewing channels uh, our post-watershed content is quite post-watershed. So although, you know, young people will find it, it's not, we're not aiming at young people. The, we're, the pre-watershed slot on E4 is a good... If people are looking for steers, 7.30 on E4, half hours is a good place to be thinking about what we might be able to position that works for, for that age. But, but Channel 4 as well, um, we've got, um, uh, you know, increasingly programs that appeal to, to families we've got there's a there's a series that is in production uh, right now called um, masters of lego which is a program that will play in peak on channel four but is unashamedly aimed at 10 to 14s as well as their mums and dads so so we can fit things across the schedule and i think we're going to talk about that but you you mentioned ackley bridge now i think for mm. a, clearly that's a show you know for those who don't know set within the confines of the school it's about a school but it doesn't immediately strike me as a show that would reach out to people at school because it's, it's very mature in terms of the themes and such should we take a look and then have yeah, a talk sure, about yeah. that you were teaching Jose because he's been dealt with so just sit yourself oh down my eh? god Zen, get over yourself man's a racist Zen, stop it you're being selfish everyone's trying to get on with me see what i mean are you being real kid that's not even cool, that. Just after I've stuck up for you and all. Take it off, no. Why? You're not a Muslim. Take it off. No, I'm no. uh, uh, Remember. Off. Hey. He can't touch you, Jordan. But I can't! Whoa, 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 whoa! Oi! Listen, Drew, look, stay here. Anyone leaves this classroom, you're all on report. Jordan! Excuse me. Jordan will serve you. Jordan. 
Excuse me. Excuse me, John. John, come here. Poor girl is mortified. Steve, what were you thinking? You said you'd take care of this kid. Now, Dom, I suspect that's very different to most clips we will see throughout the, or have seen throughout the course of the conference. In, in, what, in what respect is that a show for, you know, for youth and kids specifically, as opposed to just a big, a big glossy primetime, high-budget piece of drama? Well, what I would say is, uh, firstly, it's, it's challenging, and I think that's probably what Channel 4 is about. So I think it's sort of, that, that's the right thing for us to be doing. Um, the other thing is, I think we talk about 10 to 14s a lot, as if they're like just one group. And I think I'm not, everyone will know this here, which is, of course, the difference between a 10-year-old and a 14-year-old is enormous. So it doesn't have to be for that entire group. It has to be for elements of that group. The other thing, and I don't want to sort of talk about talk statistics, but I have to mention this because I was so surprised seeing it, is that this is something like 500% up on, on slot for, for uh, 10 to 14. I mean, it's astonishing the impact it's had with that age group. And so you think that is absolutely doing what we intended. It's interesting, isn't it? For, I guess for producers in the room thinking about how can we work with Channel 4 and E4, that that might seem kind of something else because that clearly comes from you know, a big drama production company. But are you saying that the door, you do want to speak to people making stuff for you know, the upper end of the sort of, you know, well, age ranges? Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're older children, is, that, is our, that is our remit. Um, equally, not, we, I mean, we have to cut our cloth. You know, we're, we're, a, um, you know, we're owned by the public, but we, we have to pay our way. So we can, not everything we can make is big budget, but stage school, which you saw earlier, is that, that's, that's a low-tariff series. It, it, we, we commissioned 30 eps, half hours, and, they're, and, they're, and it's low-tariff, so it doesn't have to be... Not everything's high-end. And, and you're a public service broadcaster, but you're, you're also a commercial network. There are commercial realities. Is, is there a sense in which... Kids programming can be tough within that environment, and given how Channel Four is set up. Yeah, well, I, th I mean, I think that uh, that's true. I think it comes back to that to, to that ethos of, of you know we have 15 different points in our remit, all of which we really hope we excel at, and we have to make a call. What can we what can we do the best? We want to do everything we do as well as we can do it. Trying to do everything, it w would mean we do everything. Everything would be mediocre. So we've sorted. This is an area that we that we put a lot of effort and focus into, and hopefully can make you know, decent decent programmes. You mentioned the Lego Show. Tell us about that building bricks. That feels like we're back on solid. Yeah. So no, it's, it's a you know it's it's literally in the edit. It's not that we haven't even got a finished episode yet. Um, but what I love about that is is um, and we were talking a bit earlier about the sort of the pitching processes as and how when people come to pitch, they quite often feel the need to have sort of 20-page documents and lots of tapes and, and enormous amounts of research. And, of course, that all comes. But actually, what you really start with is a top line. And I think all the programmes that I feel, historically, we've, we've had a lot of success with, have sort of come as a sentence. Um, you know, the idea of doing a Lego building competition, that isn't an original idea. And there are lots of people who have had a similar idea. But you sort of, you know, between that and timing and access and production team and the execution, you know, that's sort of what gets things across the line. And I think we've had, you know, I can think of lots of examples of programmes that have been really successful for us that, that came in as a, 
as a very, very simple idea rather than a sort of a complicated... And in terms of the mechanics came in as a sim as what, email or someone on the phone? Yeah, what I mean, are the actual, what's the actual process? Yeah, the, 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 um, the, the slightly unhelpful thing is there's no, there's no one process. You know, so some of it will be face-to-face -face meetings, some of it will be one-liners on an email. But what I would say is, is, is simplicity is key. I mean, there's a show that I... Uh, I mean, we have a big peak time series called Hunted, which actually also... Um, is very popular with that with the really young demo. Um, we've just shot Celebrity Hunted, which I think I think I think they will absolutely love. But that was literally just a, just a sentence. It was it, what what would you do if you had to just dump everything and disappear? And we sat there and just thought, God, that's an interesting concept. And it went from that to final development within the space of a half hour meeting. So so simplicity is is often the key. And I think ahead of. Even being broadcast, you've brought a sneak peek of the Lego show. Yeah, so, so the clip of this clip of Lego is it's probably not even going to make the show, but it's just something they've put together just to give you a little sense of why we think this hopefully will appeal to young people as well as older people. This week, the animals are taking over from life size brick beasts. A bit to the left. To swarms of insects. <laughs> to stay in the competition, our teams must master the seemingly impossible. Making a square plastic brick round. What they're going to have to do is take very rigid geometric plastic bricks and then try and create things that are really, really organic and look like they've come to life. Oh no, Jamil, we're screwed! <laughs> Five teams remain. Okay, don't panic, don't panic. Where are the cheese slopes? I'm going to scream if I don't find a cheese slope. These are thumbs, are they? Oh, this is so stressful. Only three will make it through. Well, here's a magical mushroom. Oh, I've had uh, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's Masters of Lego. Only me hanging. Do we have a question from the audience? We've got time for one or two, if anyone's brave enough to put up their hand. Gentlemen, down here, Robin, I believe, from Broadcast. Yeah, Robin Parker from Broadcast. Uh, what's the balance on Channel 4 between children seeing themselves on screen and enjoying you know, other uh, adults or whatever? Because you mentioned The Jump. That's obviously a programme featuring celebrities. Um, then you have shows like uh, Goggles Brogs, which is purely seeing yourselves on screen. Do you have a sense of how much you really want to involve children. And parallel to that, we've had the Crystal Maze revival now, and I can tell you, I have two young boys who absolutely love that already. Is that a format like that, for example, you could do kids' versions? Is that something you, you think about when you're thinking about formats for, for this sort of, these sort of time slots? Well, I think, I mean, things like Secret Lives has demonstrated that there, is, there are big audiences for watching uh, children, children watching themselves, but also parents watching children. So we're aware that that works for our stage school this year. We've aged down. So the cast of stage school are younger than, than they were in the previous series. So we, absolutely. I, I, don't think, I don't think there's a distinction between you know, some things for you know, putting children on screen or all putting adults on screen. I think we're looking for just brilliant, brilliant content. And we've, I think it's been demonstrated that... Uh, you know, Master, what I love about Masters of Lego is that You've got nine-year-old teams against 55-year-old teams, and they're shoulder to shoulder um, because something like that is about your creativity and what's going on in your brain in a way that most other um, areas you can't compete in that, in that way. So, 
So absolutely, I think we are already doing that. Do we have another Just one? A little bit more on, this, on the stage school. Is it going for the same slot as before? Because you mentioned before it was sort of a bit conflict-driven to be after Hollyoaks, but that is the slot, which is where you're aiming for this age group. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, it's, it's an ongoing conversation around where the best place to position it will be. What we really want to do is try and sort of serve that audience in the best possible way. So, um, so, it's, so it's a conversation we're having. Gentlemen, if you could oh, say where, where you're from. Oh, hi, yeah, my name's um, Howard Litton. I'm a consultant and sort of old-timer, I guess. Um, I just wanted to ask Dom the question, do you think actually the, the truth is that that you're really targeting teenagers and that actually you're not really targeting, let's call it older children if we're saying it's 10 to 14, really you're really targeting 15, 16 year olds and older. And my second question was, do you actually, um, uh, do you think that really part of the strategy is of Channel 4, and you've sort of touched on it, and, and I would like to ask you if you think it's right, is that it's almost a kind of a byproduct of some of the shows that they get lots of kids. So you could, in theory, using that argument, play the X Factor back to back and call it a kids channel because it will get huge amounts of kids. I'm not sure I necessarily buy completely what you're saying. I just wondered if you think that you're going to maybe move more into proper, let's call it older children, as opposed to teenagers and, 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 and young adults. And I totally get where Channel 4 is coming from, by the way, but it just seems like dare I say it's somewhat disingenuous just to, to, to sort of make that point and uh, maybe that's being a bit a bit harsh but just wanted to, to ask the question whether you think you will ever go into kids proper let's say with kids programming aimed at older kids and not just teenagers and young adults yeah I mean I think you know I it's I don't mean it in a in a cynical way I think part of our remit is older children uh, and I think that's what we're that's what we focus on I think, you know, you, if you look at that clip of Stage School and if you, if you watch the new series, that is undeniably uh, younger skewing. You know, I think I've got young children. I think that's probably, you know, that's a sort of a seven to ten-year-old series, potentially. Um, that's deliberate. The last series skewed older, so we've aged it down. Um, I, think, um, I think your point around um, whether... We're sort of hoovering up young people with with shows that um, that get a broad audience. Is that's that's an element of of what we do, and we we produce and commission and brief some of the shows knowingly uh, to try and uh, uh, get a younger audience. So it's, so it's, so we're motivated by trying to attract a young audience, but it's a legitimate. It feels like a just legitimate part of a schedule. I guess, Dom, uh, you know, and speaking to producers, I guess one question is where, with this definition of programming for young people, you could, as Howard points out, in court, you could put a large number of reality, shiny floor shows in there and they would, they would be picking up big 10 to 14-year-old audiences yeah. and yet don't really feel like they're programmes made for young people. Yeah, I've yeah I, I, I suppose... Theoretically, you could do that, but that isn't what we're doing. And I think, you know, I think you look at Goggle Sprogs, and, and I think that's very clearly um, not putting X Factor back to back. And, and you look at Lego, and you look at Stagecore, and you look at Ackley Bridge, and you look at those programs, and that they are not, they're not those, they're not those programs that you're talking about. So I think it's a theoretical point, which I understand, but I 
feel fairly confident we're not doing that. I certainly hope we're not doing that. And, and if Channel 4 has kind of, uh, uh, within the conversation we're having, specifically targeting 10 to 14, it's quite, and that's quite clearly you know, the audience you're going after, it would seem that maybe the BBC will be going more heavily after older kids with the increase in funding announced this week. Do, do you feel uh, you know, some, some competitive pressure from uh, another public broadcaster? Um, I don't, I, no, I don't think I would describe it as competitive pressure. I mean, I think we work in a competitive industry, and I think we are, we're very confident in, in our content, and we will continue to you know, do what we think is the best and, and hopefully commission the best shows, and that's the audience will find them. Perfect. Please join me saying thank you to Don Bowe.